In this episode, I want to discuss a case in which I was personally involved. It was to do with an alleged discrimination, a discrimination case that we brought on behalf of a young man who was refused entry into his local credit union. It's an interesting case. He's a young man with a mild mental difficulty and he was excluded from the car draw on the basis that had he won the car draw in the credit union which is customary up and down the country then he would have been unable to drive it. We brought the case on behalf of him and his parents uh, alleging discrimination and uh, that's the subject of this podcast. Hey it's Terry Gorry and this is the Irish Law and Small Business Podcast. making some news, some small news there in the national media. It's a case I'm involved in, or was involved in, and uh, it involved discrimination against a young man in County Cavan, from King's Court in fact. The man in question has, he's an adult, a young adult, but we brought a case to the WRC for discrimination under the Equal Status Acts 2000 to 2015 or whatever the relevant act is basically is to do with the claim that there was discrimination on in the provision of goods and services background to the case is the young man is 20 he was 23 he's probably 24 25 now he's a young adult he has a mental disability he's looked after by his parents he had always been a member of a particular credit union in county cavan and uh, was a member of it and is still a member of it. However, uh, and he entered always in the monthly car draws. As you know, most uh, credit unions will run a car draw. He was in a number of car draws, but in November uh, 2018, the credit union decided that he could no longer participate in the car draw uh, or be entered in it. And when his mother who looked after him and looks after him and is his authorised agent and so on and has filled out all the necessary forms for the board of the credit union. When she asked about this she was basically advised an email was sent to the effect that if he won the car he wouldn't be able to drive it. So for that reason they were going to exclude him. Now later on when the case came for hearing the credit union's legal team expanded upon that particular reason and put forward other reasons as to why he couldn't be uh, in, entered in the credit union draw. Those reasons would have included legal advice, they would have included a concern for his uh, welfare and the uh, prudent management of his affairs, they would have included uh, adherence to central bank guidelines and so on and so forth. But the bottom line is the parents, when they came to me in November of or December of 2019, were after trying everything. When I say they had tried everything, they had previously brought a claim to the WRC alleging discrimination. And when they went there, for the adjudication, for the hearing, they ran into a preliminary objection from the legal team for the credit union 
that the parents had failed to fulfil the requirements of the relevant Act, the Equal Status Act, insofar as they filled out the ES1 form too late. You're supposed to do it within two months. They failed to do it within two months and their explanations were not accepted by the adjudicator. The adjudicator then, for that reason, decided that uh, yes, he couldn't, could not hear the case, did not have jurisdiction, and agreed with the preliminary objection from the legal team for the credit union. However, when they came, that was in November, uh, do, 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 that was after the November 18 exclusion. But when they came to me then in December 19, they were at the end of their tether because they had had a hearing and it went nowhere. They were knocked back on that legal technicality. And in addition to that, they had tried to raise the issue with some national media, including the Joe Duffy show, and had no great uh, success. Meanwhile, their son was excluded from the credit union card draw. And uh, as far as they were concerned, this was unfair. It was an injustice. And my view was that it was discriminatory. What could we do? We decided, or I decided, that we would make another complaint on the basis that even though the original discrimination occurred in November of 2018, the argument would be that the discrimination was ongoing. In other words, every month that there was a card draw, there was another fresh act of discrimination. And my argument was that this was a continuum and the discrimination formed part of a continuum. In other words, it was ongoing. And on that basis, we couldn't be knocked back on the time factor. As it happened, they came to me in December 19. We submitted a claim form in December 19. And we actually, or not a claim form, the ES1 form that they fell foul of the first time round. This time we sent it in on the 20th. Okay, as I was saying there, we submitted the ES1 form then on the 20th of December. And we were claiming that the most recent act of discrimination was on the 19th of December previous day, that's because there was a car draw every month and so we were claiming that uh, the discrimination was ongoing and that we'd be in time on this occasion. Secondly, we anticipated running into the argument that we had already brought the claim and we couldn't bring it again, it's a question of double jeopardy, you can't bring the same case again, you can't be accused of murder or charged with murder, you know, in the same circumstances twice question of double jeopardy, you can't run the same case again and continually get bites at the cherry. But the argument there that we were going to make, or I was going to make, would be that the first time round with the adjudication hearing, there was no outcome, there was no looking at the issues, there was no looking at the legal issue because the adjudicator agreed that he didn't have jurisdiction. On that basis, the case was never heard. So, as far as we were concerned, A, we'd be in time with the new claim of discrimination, the new ES1 form, the new claim to the Workplace Relations Commission, and B, we would have no difficulty in terms of uh, this was the second bite of the cherry, we were running the same case again, because essentially, whilst we were running the same case again, the first time round, the um, parents of the young man didn't... Um, didn't have their case heard because the adjudicator agreed with the professional legal team for the credit union that he couldn't have, uh, couldn't hear the case because he hadn't got jurisdiction. To make a long story short, our case then, when it came on for hearing in May 2021, it was a COVID-19 lockdown situation. It was a virtual hearing by video. 
the argument was made by us, obviously, or by me, that uh, this was a straightforward case of discrimination, that he was being discriminated against because of his disability. The fact that they had said to him that if he won the car, he wouldn't be able to drive it because of his disability was directly and manifestly discriminatory and they wouldn't apply the same criteria to any other members of the credit union who, for example, might win a car. They wouldn't ask them, did they have a driver's license? They wouldn't ask if they had insurance. They wouldn't ask if they were over 18. In other words, if they were members of the credit union, they're entered in the car draw, provided they can pay the money to enter in it, and that's it, they're the rules. So he was entitled to be in the car draw. That was our position, and we were claiming essentially that he was being discriminated against. As I say, the credit union legal team had uh, counter-arguments, different arguments, and that's fair enough. The adjudicator agreed, however, with us, and agreed that he was discriminated against, that the credit union failed to make reasonable accommodation for him. It would have been easy to let his mother superintend and look after him and so on, and she'd filled out the correct forms. Uh, she was paying the money, and the question of being entered in the car draw then should have been relatively straightforward. The adjudicator found in our favour and has ordered, made an order that uh, the young man be uh, entered in every car draw going forward that the credit union runs and compensation was awarded in the sum of seven and a half grand. There's a couple of aspects of the case that I was particularly pleased with. One was the people involved. They were motivated by a sense of unfairness, a sense of injustice, and a sense of standing up for Matthew, uh, their son. And um, when I asked them the question, did he know what was going on? Did he understand the consequences, etc.? They said that essentially that if he won a car, he'd know that, he'd understand that. So that was enough for me. Secondly, there's the legal argument that we couldn't have another bite at the cherry, but we were going to counter that by the fact that the first time around the adjudicator decided he didn't have jurisdiction, therefore the issue of the law and the issues um, which needed to be resolved from a legal perspective and from a factual perspective were never addressed because the adjudicator decided he didn't have jurisdiction, which is fair enough. And thirdly, the question of being out of time, the original discrimination was November 2018. We were now bringing our claim in December 2020, and uh, it looked like we'd be hopelessly out of time. But of course, the discrimination, as far as we were concerned, was ongoing and continuing. And every month that there was a car draw, there was a new act of discrimination, and that was our basis. Anyway. We were very pleased, I was very pleased, certainly in the family. family was very, very pleased with the outcome. Uh, I was delighted with the outcome as well. And um, you can read the decision on my website, businessandlegal.ie. There's actually two decisions on that website or in the blog post. One is the original WRC decision from, I think, uh, 19, November 19 or thereabouts. And the other then is the most recent decision from uh, which was published during the last month or so. So we're looking at July, August of 2021. Thanks a lot for listening and don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. And I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review on Apple's iTunes. It gives great encouragement and uh, lets me know that I'm on the right track. Thanks a lot.